1: Hey guys, welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti, and I've got Warren Kraft from Frisco Automotive, which is actually in Frisco, Texas. Uh, and I only say that because I've been to Frisco, Colorado, and this is definitely not Frisco, Colorado.
2: <laughs> this is true, and we do get a lot of phone calls from them. Do you really? Yes. Oh,
1: that's kind of funny. Um, anyway, but we're in Frisco, Texas, and uh, Warren, um, tell us a little bit about what you do here at Frisco Automotive.
2: Well, we're a major maintenance uh, facility here. We do uh, tune-ups, engine work uh, engine replacement transmissions, uh, brakes, front end repairs, uh, and run on down to just regular routine services like oil changes.
1: Yeah. So how did you get into the, the automotive business, right? I mean what's, what's kind of the, the, the path and the journey that led you this path?
2: Well, about 41 years ago when I was back in Younger. high school, <laughs> uh, I took an auto repair course and, uh, in high school and went to a dealership uh, after I got out of high school and started there part-time. Uh, other than that, I had another course that I had took, which was be becoming a firefighter for 25 years in New Jersey on a volunteer basis.
1: Okay. So, so you, you got out of Jersey and got to Texas. You got it Amen. as fast as I could. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, one of the um, the conversation that I wanted to have with you, and we'll kind of see how it goes and where it goes, but... I was just thinking about um, if I'm a young guy, right, kind of coming out of maybe college, and I'm you know starting a job, and I want to buy a car, um, and I, I know that you know buying the you know most expensive car and you know whatever is out there that's popular seems to be the way to go. But um, I also kind of think about you know I hear different things over the years, and I don't know if they're true or not. Um, but I just had a friend, you know, bought a new Suburban, and they, their tail light went out, and somebody told me it's a thousand dollars for the tail light because it's a new LED, and I was like, "What? In the, are you got You got to be kidding? There's, mm. That's that's insane! If I knew that, you know, why would you buy that car? And then I've always heard that, you know, the German cars are more expensive to maintain, and um, you know, I always said, "Don't buy domestic cars if you want to buy a car. Um, you know, you buy a foreign car because it'll it'll run longer. But if you want to buy a truck, you know, buy a domestic truck like a Chevy or a Ford. And so I'm just sitting there thinking. Man, there's so many different things that I've heard, but I thought you're probably on the other side of the perspective of, right, you've repaired everything that's come in here. And so you know what kind of stays on the road and how yes. much things are. Yes. So let's just start with if, if you were talking to a young guy and he came up to you and said, hey, um, I'm looking to buy a reliable vehicle, right? Where would you start with the advice? What kind of things would you, the big principles?
2: Well, number one, I would ask him, what is he looking for? Okay. <clears throat> is he looking for a truck? Is he going to be pulling something like a boat yeah, or a camper, yeah, right. that type of thing? Uh, and then I would ask him, you know, what his range is and money-wise. Okay. All right. But you got to remember when you're checking out a vehicle, uh, you may be able to afford to purchase the vehicle, but you may not be able to afford to maintain that vehicle. Uh, there's a lot of vehicles out there that, uh, like BMWs or, or Chevrolet Corvettes, uh they like to buy those and what happens then is if it needs tires, it's like twelve to fifteen hundred dollars for a set of tires on it. Brakes, the same thing. They're Brembo brake systems that are on these cars, and they're like six dollars so would, do would all around would all performance
1: cars have like more expensive braking yes. systems okay yes. so that's something yes. if you're going to buy something that's going to go 120 miles an hour not that you're ever going to drive it that fast but <laughs> if it's going to go that fast it also has to stop correct. So your braking system is going to be something you have to think of. Your tires are going to be things that you have to think mm-hmm. of. Um, I used to hear that um, one of the most important things you could do in terms of um, you know, gas mileage and keeping your car running was uh, maintaining air pressure on your tires. Now, most cars have their tire pressure monitoring system. So does that help out in terms of just kind of keeping your air pressure up in your tires?
2: It does. It does. Most of the cars will tell you the air pressure in them. And will alert you when the air pressure gets too low. Yep. Uh, keeping the tires maintained at good pressure definitely will help for fuel mileage, as far as economy is concerned. Yeah. Which, which sure. right now is, <laughs> yeah. if you can get more miles to the gallon. At right five dollars a gallon, it's yeah. uh, it's hard to, to that, get through. That's that. a big deal. Yeah. Now,
1: what, what about um, oil changes? Right when I was growing up, right? I mean, my dad changed the oil in the car every three thousand miles now you've got, you know, synthetic oils and things that are telling me I can go 10,000 miles. Is that true? Is that good for my car? Does that depend on the vehicle and the year or what does that look like?
2: All right. I'm going to give you my opinion on this and, uh, but oil changes depending on the oil that you're using. If you're using a semi-synthetic oil, you can go anywhere between four to 5,000 miles on that oil, okay. which is a lower grade oil, but most cars take that and it's not as expensive. If you're going full synthetic oil, then you're going to be looking at seven to 8,000 miles in between oil changes on that. Most okay. of your import cars and high-performance cars require uh, the sen- sen- synthetic oil, okay. like Mobile One, uh, which is very expensive, but it is a very good oil, which you can get 8,000 miles out of it. But cool. you've got to make sure you maintain and checking the oil level from time to
1: time. Okay, so here you said... Checking the oil level from time to time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming that most people, um, unless there's something wrong with their car that they can actually hear, most people are never going to kind of pop the hood of their car and check anything. So if, if you had to give people a, hey, you know, every month check this or every couple thousand miles check this. what what would you suggest that they do?
2: Okay. Here's what people don't do is read their owner's manual. Okay. (laughs) Which is the most unread book in the world. (laughs) Okay. So, but, uh, in the owner's manual, it will tell you to check the oil every time you've gassed your vehicle up, which people do not do
1: that. Oh my goodness. No. So
2: (laughs) your best, (laughs) your best bet would be to, uh, Where you park, when you back out, if you can remember to look on the ground to see if you see any residue on the ground, that Uh is the biggest uh, giveaway as far as having an oil leak.
1: Yeah. Now, Uh, the last time I was in here, um, so I've been bringing my cars in here for about 10 years, I guess, and we'll talk about how to find a good, reputable, honest um, service station, right, which you guys are and I love. Correct. Um, But the last time I was in here was actually because um, my Sophie's car, which is a Jetta, um, I noticed a little oil leak mm-hmm. um, and I brought it in and you guys found a little O-ring that said, hey, we've got to replace that. And it was a whole lot better than dumping all the oil from the car and having something really expensive. So this was under a hundred dollar repair in the door, out the door and fantastic. So those are things to look for. Um, and I, I've always heard um, that the color of the liquid on the ground is super important. Very right. important. So you kinda, Very is, it's important. okay to go down and kind of look at it. And if it's mm-hmm. what transmission is kind of the red color? Yeah,
2: or? transmission fluid, uh, 99% of it is red. Okay. okay. So if you see
1: that, that's not good.
2: Right. Okay. Correct. Correct. And it, you can have a transmission leak uh, if you haven't been maintaining your transmission. The transmission fluid is going to get dark like oil. Okay. You can mistake that for that, though. You just got to remember that part of it there. But. Uh, there's a lot of cars out there that don't have dipsticks. Are you kidding? No.
1: Well, how do you check your oil?
2: Uh, there are buttons in the car oh, that will my. tell you your oil level. If but, you, you remember but you can't to... see
1: your oil. Correct. Because I always look to see if it's kind of clean or dirty, and right. I know that's right. maybe not a big thing. but
2: That's where it's important to watch your monitors as far as your mileage. Uh, most places do put stickers on them. Yep. Uh, the cars now tell you when it's time for an oil change. Yeah. Uh, as providing that the oil facility place uh, updates it when the car is in there. But right. that's those are things you have to maintain and make sure that it's done. Because uh, a lot of places don't get it done when they're supposed to. Yep. But, so uh,
1: what other what things am I looking for? So I'm, I'm looking to see if there's any kind of fluid on the ground. Um, I may pop my hood and... You know, kind of looking there. What about, like, and belts and things like that? Am I well, supposed to be looking at those?
2: You'll be noticing, like, we'll go back to the oil leak part of it there. If you do have a leak, a lot of times you'll smell it. All right? You'll 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 have that burnt oil smell coming mm-hmm. in. Anytime you notice those things, it's always good to go out and pop the hood and look. Gotcha. Okay? that's That's the main thing. And when you're under there, you want to be looking at the belts, the hoses, anything that looks... At a out of place, mm-hmm. you're seeing wet spots here, or there's something splattered over to the right side or the left side, and then you can look at your uh, overflow jug in there where the antifreeze would be and make sure that is at the proper level, which is very easy to see. They have them marked on the on the container, right? And you can also do your windshield washer solvent while you're under the hood.
1: Yeah. So those are things to kind of keep, keep and the- check
2: your air filter if you're handy enough to very good now it. you
1: have a you have an air filter but um several of my cars have an uh inside the cabin air filter Correct. as well yep which i've changed a couple times some of those are a real beast to actually yes. change
2: i don't know who designed that but Ma- majority of them are all in <laughs> yeah the behind the glove box area yep. uh your owner's manual will tell you how to change that, Yes, which requires uh, a but, little bit of skill. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, they won't tell you that you need to be a contortionist mm-hmm, for that mm-hmm. Jetta one. That Correct. was amazing to try to yes. find how to get that one done. Yes. Some okay. of them
2: are a little bit difficult. That's why it's always good to have the repair facility do it Yeah, because they have the tools to do
1: it Yeah, with. And they've done it before and they know mm-hmm. what they're looking for. Exactly. Okay. So back to the bigger questions, too, again. Okay. Um, kinds of vehicles I'm looking for to... Um, Okay, like I said before, it's,
2: it's depending on what you're in the market for. Right. You know, if you're looking for commuting cars, cars getting back and forth to work, then you're going to be looking into uh, Hondas, uh, Honda Civics, Honda Accords. Uh, then you can get into your Toyotas uh, or your Nissans, like the Nissan Altima, the Nissan Sentra. They're all very good cars. Is there anything
1: to noticeable um, in terms of maintenance between those kind of brands? Um, you know, and with, with their own Hyundai, Kia, all of those into kind of that general. Um, you know, they're all uh, low import, low maintenance. Low, they're on those they're items. all pretty low maintenance, right? right? So right. I, I should cost be,
2: wise. Yes, very low. I
1: shouldn't be seeing you too often then. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Unless there's something wrong, which is which is great. And depending,
2: but, I mean, if you drive a lot, yeah, yeah. you'll be seeing it, you know. But uh, you'll you'll get better gas mileage, especially in the Honda. I'm I'm more prefer to the Honda Accord mm-hmm. and the Honda Civic uh my wife drives a honda but it's a crv model uh which is sure. more on a family style yep. four-door can hold yep. a lot of people i've and got i've got a, I've got a ridge
1: i've got a ridge mm-hmm. the honda truck yeah so but yeah that honda corey the new one especially mm-hmm. is a fantastic looking yes. vehicle they upgraded yes. they that tremendously yes. um any specific car from your perspective that you would just like stay away from like if you just told you know guy came in here and said hey i'm looking at buying this and you just your red flag goes up and you say "Ooh, be careful of that particular car
2: volvo a volvo really audi really correct okay they are nice cars Do yeah. not get me wrong on that uh they require a fair amount of uh, maintenance on them okay. and they are very expensive to work on
1: uh, th- those are the words when, yes. <laughs> when you hear very that, you go,
2: expensive to work on yeah uh, usually i always tell people if they do like them and want them to make the car go away when it, the mileage reaches the warranty
1: expiration right so there is that bet. concept if you're buying you a new do. vehicle mm-hmm. and you've got the what i guess the three year 60, most cars 100,000 miles correct. right right so then all of a sudden the worry of you know, maintenance mm-hmm. is, hey, this thing is covered, right? Usually Correct. under that warranty until this particular time. Correct. But if you're buying a used car and it's outside of that particular warranty, now you're saying, hey, you're paying for those repairs. Correct. So be careful of those particular vehicles.
2: Correct. Now, here at Frisco Automotive, Motive, we, we offer a uh, AAA inspection. It's a new car, used car, checkover. Which I've done
1: before for Correct. several cars. And you saved me a couple times mm-hmm. from buying... Um, some vehicles that were not what people had reported that they were. So thank you for that.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we will be honest with you. We'll tell you, you know, this is a keeper or we will tell you to run. Yeah. Uh, So, but, uh, yeah, it's always good to have a shop of your choice. have the car looked over? Yeah. Before and if a person's not it.
1: willing to do that, I say walk away from the car. Correct. Correct. Because then there's something that they're hiding. But if yes. they're willing to say, "Hey, take it in and have them mm-hmm. look at it," yeah, um, that's that's a great service that you guys yeah. provide. Yeah, and
2: and just because a car seems to have, we come back with it, it needs to be maintained. This needs to be done, sure. and you come back with a, f- a fair big list of it. Doesn't mean the car is not purchasable. Uh, what you got to look f- for is the amount of maintenance that it's going to need, and maybe you can work that out. With the uh, customer on the other side there right. uh, on the price, right? You know, maybe you can Drop knock a couple a, thousand off the car right. because it needs this, 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 this. You know, and it's, it's things you need to, to look at yep. when you're doing that. Yep. And then so
1: I've I've had about I went through my list and your list is probably longer, um, but I've probably driven about twenty cars, twenty different cars. Um, in my life, from the age of 16 when I started out on an MGB, mm. um, you know, a convertible in Wisconsin, which looking back may not have been the uh, <laughs> the wisest choice mm-hmm. um, because it, uh, it never got warm uh, in the winter. Um, but I've had a Peugeot, a French-made car, which, you know, I don't highly recommend. I think they make great watches and great bikes, but not great cars. Um, but it's been kind of an interesting road that, you know, uh, once you've had a particular vehicle, it seems like that idea for that vehicle kind of sticks in your mind of your particular experience. Mm. Um, I think, you know, from your background, you've seen a lot of different cars. And so, um, you know, it's it's not yes, just I because you, because you've driven it, you like it, or because you haven't driven it, you don't know about it. But, you know, I think that's a, a great yeah. wisdom that you've seen a lot of vehicles in here. Mm. You know kind of what it costs to maintain. Um, so that's, you know, that's just some great wisdom I want to pass on to the guys um, any other cars to stay away from you just said um, the Audi and the Volvo anything else bring a red flag to you uh,
2: well german made vehicles german made vehicles German-made, more, more
1: expensive to maintain
2: yes that's and that's the only key to them is okay. they are more money to maintain uh the on the other half of that with the Volvo and the Audi is they're they're not good when they get up there in mileage they break down okay. quite a bit is okay. what I'm saying BMW a little bit. Uh Volkswagen, not so much, but still expensive to maintain. Uh when they do break, it's it's costly that okay. I see. Uh on the other hand, then you have American made vehicles. Uh I drive a Chevrolet pickup truck, mm-hmm. uh, which I've had for quite a while. I've as far as years, I've had five, six of those trucks. Okay. Uh and I like them. They're minimal to maintain. Uh, and cost is down on them. That's what I like about it. Uh, on Dodge, uh, the mechanical ends of it uh, are great. Uh, their body uh, doesn't maintain very well in age. It, they have body parts that fall off the car all the time, Okay. The vehicles. Uh, Ford is a nice truck. They make a beautiful truck. Uh, they are expensive to maintain. Uh, so, like, their, I know the their design, Ford F-150,
1: right? Yeah, are design. A great selling truck.
2: Yeah. Their design of their engines and with the timing chain setups on them, they don't, uh, they're expensive to maintain. On okay, them. so
1: now the timing chain versus a timing, what, belt, belt. right? Correct. What's What's the difference? I, I've had one. I think I had a Maxima and it had a chain, hmm. um, and then the rest are all timing but What's what's the difference in that? Should, is that something that's really a big concern of mine, or it's just a, it's going to be an issue whenever it, is. it goes.
2: The the timing chain uh, on a vehicle should never have to be changed. Okay. As long as you maintain the oil changes. Okay. That is the main key of a timing chain. Okay. You don't have to do it like a timing belt. A timing belt is similar to a fan belt. It's, it's made of wear rubber out. and it's going to wear. Okay, when it tells you to change it at sixty or ninety or one hundred and five, change it. Do it. Gotcha. Because the belt will break and it'd be catastrophic to the motor.
1: Okay. So. Transmission, same thing. When it says change it at a hundred thousand, you need to change it.
2: Well, here's here's the deal with transmissions. Uh, they should be changed roughly every thirty to forty thousand. Oh. drain and fill, uh, or on some of them, uh, most of your American-made ones, or drop the pan and new filter goes in. Uh, but maintaining that, if you get a used vehicle uh, and you don't see any service records for the transmission, and you've got over a hundred thousand, uh, do not change the service or do the uh, service on it itself. Uh, What happens there is transmission fluid is highly detergent and what happens with that is it goes in and starts breaking down all the sludge that was stuck to the parts in there and it gets into the valve body and plugs up the uh, solenoids that are in there and which will cause the transmission to slip and burn up. Uh, Do not mess with them over 100,000 if it hasn't been maintained. Just drive it. Just drive it. Yep. Okay, <laughs> you should be fine. I and I know it's crazy to say that, yeah. but it's you, you'll be okay. Get your miles out of yep. it. Whenever and it goes, it goes. Yep. Don't don't mess with something that's working okay for now. Yeah.
1: Anything, um, let's say uh, I don't live somewhere near Frisco, Texas, and I want to find a good, um, you know, auto repair maintenance uh, facility. What are some things that I should be looking for? Um, are there you know, I guess you know everybody's you know certified by this or that or everything. But are there are there just kind of general rules of thumb that if you were out there and you lived in a different place, um, there's things to kind of look out for. Um, I know that you know there are a couple of places I used to go to back in the day, and it seemed like you know they were always fixing my brakes and turning my rotors and doing this, and it seemed like I was like, I don't know if we need to do it that often, um, and that that kind of presented some red flags to me on some people. You guys have been great about suggesting things that need to be done, um, mm-hmm. without, you know, kind of like, Oh, you have to get this done immediately. And it's, you know, this amount of money. And so, you know, I, I think I, at least like your business style a little bit better, um, than other places, but are, you know, what would you suggest to a guy who's, you know, going out there and just kind of looking for somebody to maintain their vehicle?
2: All right. Here's, here's what I tell our customers that have been with us for a long time or that are moving out of the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple A website is a really good place to find a garage for you. Okay. Triple A maintains a high standard for garages. And uh, so, and when they're there on their website, they're usually 99.9% a great shop. Gotcha. Uh, What you want to do is get on there and uh, wherever you are, and you don't have to be a member to do that. All you have to do is get on the website. Uh, and go to the shops in the area where you are, and it'll tell you which shops are highly rated and recommended. And what you want to do is call to visit them. You want to book an oil change. You want to go in there, and you want to feel that warm, fuzzy feeling that people like and the trust. Yeah. In that, and you need to feel that in order to stay with them. That's what I always recommend.
1: I think most people think of auto repair and dentistry kind of in the same regard. They do. I don't want to see you or the dentist. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see you or the doctor at all. Um, But, you know, I've got five vehicles, and keeping them on the road is super important to me and my family. And so um, having a good mechanic, um, a good place that I can trust to bring my cars to is super important to me. So um, I appreciate uh, the work that you guys do and uh, keeping my vehicles running. Uh, you guys have uh, done a great job uh, for me. And I know that I've recommended you to, uh, you know, dozens and dozens of people and everybody, everybody has has said the same thing. And that is you guys are not only um, the nicest people, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, You know, it's, you know, it's like having a nice dentist. They still are going to stick something in your mouth and do work. Um, But you guys also, I think do a great job, uh, you know, and you're highly professional and, and accomplish the tasks that you guys do. So I, uh, I tremendously appreciate that. Um. Any other thoughts that you'd give to some some guys about vehicles that are just from your wisdom and experience? Um,
2: I'm a big fan uh, in purchasing when you purchase a vehicle to get an extended warranty. You are? Okay. Yes, I am. I've heard different
1: choices and thoughts about that. Correct. Because I've always heard that the warranty... Will literally never cover what goes wrong with the vehicle. Like oh. some somehow your vehicle and the warranty Correct. talk, right. and they say, "Hey, I'm going to break mm-hmm. down over here. Is that part of the warranty?" And the warranty says, "No, go ahead and break there." So, but you would say the extended warranty is a a good thing.
2: Yes, and it depends on which one you purchase. Okay, okay. There are a lot of them out there. Yes, you don't want aftermarket type warranties. People calling you on the phone. I was going
1: to say, as soon as you buy a used car, the next phone call is in in. They're coming in, is, is They're coming extent- in all okay. the time. I okay. hear this so don't, all the time. Not that one, but where, where do and you look then?
2: We have a lot of our customers that call me and go, hey, I, this company just said they'll cover everything. Yep, I said yes. there's no company that's going to cover everything. Yep. I don't care what it yep. is. But your reputable companies are through the dealerships. Uh, on General Motors, it's General Motors uh, Protection Plan. And then on Hondas, it's HondaCare. Mm-hmm. The same way with uh, uh, Nissan, Toyota, Ford. Uh, they all have their manufacturer's extended warranty. Those are the warranties you want to purchase. Now,
1: once I have those warranties, or if I have a car under warranty, do I have to take it to a dealership? You do not. I can take it to you, Correct. and that warranty still Correct. is good. Okay.
2: Now, some of the deductibles, uh, if you do take it back to the dealer, are waived. Some of them come with a $100 deductible all the way up to a $500 deductible, depending on what the repair is. Gotcha. And a lot of them will, like if you buy a Ford, sometimes Ford will put into it, which I've seen, uh, they'll waiver the $100 deductible if you take it back to the dealership. Uh, Here we have a lot of people that will pay the $100 just to keep their car right here. Uh, instead of having to go through the hassle of going through the dealer. Uh, right now, the dealers are in pretty uh, need of a lot of help, and they're are backed up weeks and weeks before they can even look at your car. Yep. So. All
1: right. Well, any, any other thoughts? Extended warranty? You're a thumbs-up guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a... Uh, um New or used? I guess it kind of depends on the vehicle and how much you want to spend.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Your price, you know, is going to vary between cars. Uh, Do your homework on them. Uh, I'm not a big fan of these places that sell the car uh, and you don't get a chance to go to it, see it. They just deliver it to your house. Oh, really? They use cars. Like you're
1: a, you're a sit-in-the-seat-drive-it-around-a-little-bit kind of guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, get a feel you for wanna,
2: it? You want to go see, touch, feel, yeah. you know, that type of thing. And bring it in here and let you, you guys do the, yeah, the inspection
1: it. on it and take yep. a look at it. Because you never know what they've, mm-hmm. what they've Car, checked in. Carvana. They've done.
2: Uh, we've had some people... Uh, purchased through carvana
1: and haven't gotten what they thought they got correct oh, correct huh. <laughs> and
2: uh, they wind up having to return the car now carvana does have a, a six i think a six day turnaround time okay. so when you do get the car bring it in bring it in get it checked out if it's not to your liking they will they come back, back and pick it up yeah yes, yeah. yes i've had seen some people who've done that so on some of the cars. Brilliant.
1: So, love it, love it,
2: love it. Love okay, it.
1: Okay, so uh, favorite car. If you were a young guy and you were about to buy a car, what would you go back and are buy? Are we talking car or truck? Either uh, or, it doesn't matter. You, you want, want a car? One of each. You got a one. car to drive around you got a truck. What are you getting?
2: Okay, if it's me, if I want to drive a car around, I'm going to buy a nice, souped-up Honda Accord. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm going to If I'm going to buy a truck, I'm going to be buying a Chevrolet Silverado pickup okay. truck.
1: There you go. Not the new Ford Bronco they came out with? Uh, no. No. <laughs> you're you're going with the old Bronco, the 72 old Bronco? Those are nice. I like those. Yes, too.
2: yes, they are. They are fantastic. They are. Don't get me wrong, I mean the, the new style Bronco uh coming out is great, you yeah. know. The, I mean they're all half decent vehicles out mm-hmm. there. Uh my preference is Chevrolet. That's what I've always uh stuck with. Uh I was introduced with Honda more so through my wife mm-hmm. purchasing Hondas her whole life. Uh, so, and I got used to working on those a lot, uh, and it just worked out good for us with
1: those well those that 's great advice uh, if you anybody is uh, in around uh, the Frisco, Texas area, um, Frisco Automotive is right here on Main Street. Um, Heavenly Donuts is right across the street, so if you bring the car in early <laughs> 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 you can you can zip over there and get, yep, some, get yep. some donut holes, which is, are, are the best, but this is a great place to bring your vehicle and if you 're not here. Um, you know, make sure you find a good, reputable, honest uh, service place to take your vehicle. Uh, and Warren, I think this has been uh, good and helpful advice for some guys as they're looking at some some uh, cars to buy. So yep. last thought?
2: I got one more thing to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're out there and you're questioning a repair that's on your vehicle, no matter where you are, okay. uh, pick the phone up and call me. <laughs> I have a lot of people that do that. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep.
1: I'll put the the address and the the phone number in the show notes and everything. There you go. So call uh, you. Now, now, we were just laughing about before, though. Um, You can't give an estimate on a repair on the phone, though, right? Well, see, the
2: the estimate they'll have is usually on a piece of paper in front of them. Uh. So... With those type of things, it's much easier to see if it's a good estimate that they're getting. Okay, gotcha. Okay? You're, not, uh, you're not
1: saying I'm going to tell you how much it's going to cost unless I yeah, actually see the vehicle, but right. you might be able to give somebody a...
2: Exactly. Right, I if can they're tell telling you it's, it's twelve grand line, for
1: a brake job, you're yeah, out of line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, If they're telling you it's ten that grand for a thing. transmission, yes. it's like, Yes. Oh, that's... Yes. Uh, yeah. yes. Okay, that's fantastic. Well, that's super helpful, Warren. I appreciate your time and your wisdom.
0: Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training4manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.